Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, it's early October, and no time is better to talk about New Year's resolutions. Not because January will be here soon, but because we've just started a new fiscal year. For the federal government, our nation's current debt has exceeded $31 trillion. That's a big number. Uh, With that number in mind, maybe, just maybe, we should look at some congressional fiscal New Year's resolutions, just like we all do in January. So the question then is, can you do that? Is there something out there we should be thinking about when it comes to the federal government and a fiscal New Year's resolution? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, as we look at that mounting debt, thirty-one trillion, we see interest rates going up, and figure the interest payments on that thirty-one trillion will continue to rise and be problematic. Uh, and is there a way to really get to a different kind of conversation, uh, a New Year's resolution, fiscally? Uh, can that be done? Someone's been thinking about that. Our inside source, Andrew Louts, is the director of federal policy for National Taxpayers Union. Uh, before joining NTU, Andrew conducted research for a number of political and issue advocacy campaigns. And he joined us on the line. And Andrew, uh, a great piece uh, talking about some very specific New Year's resolutions you think Congress ought to incorporate for this fiscal New Year 2023. Yeah, uh, Boyd, thanks so much for having me on. I, I, um, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? That the federal government is $31 trillion in debt. Uh, Congress is turning the calendar on this new fiscal year in just woeful, woeful budget shape. Just to, to, to maybe kind of conceptualize that a little bit more for your listeners, that, that $31.1 trillion in debt, that is $93,450 for every man, woman, and child in America. Uh, it, it's just an extraordinary debt load. Um, so what we did uh, at National Taxpayers Union, National Taxpayers Union Foundation, is I worked with my colleague, Damian Brady, uh, and we decided to tally up nine fiscal New Year's resolutions for Congress as they begin fiscal year 2023, which began on October 1st, just a few days ago. I'm sure we don't have time for all nine, but but I'm happy to walk you through a few. few all right. Let's, like. let's dive in, uh, because I think these are important. If ever there were some resolutions worth keeping I think these are them, and I think it's going to be up to us, we the people, to actually hold Congress accountable for doing this. Uh, And so let's get started. First one on your list was uh, go on a discretionary spending diet. Yes, yes. So like many Americans try to go on a diet at the start of a new year, we are encouraging Congress to go on a discretionary spending diet. Now, discretionary spending is the roughly $1 trillion per year slice of government spending that Congress actually has significant control of on a year-to-year basis. Most of it, Social Security, Medicare, is kind of on autopilot, but about $1 trillion per year right now is controlled by Congress. It's only a fraction of that total government spending, but it is the lowest hanging fruit for Congress to pick. So we're not asking 
expecting Congress to starve itself to slash spending to the bone. That's impractical in this political environment. We're just asking them to actually increase spending less than they're projected to with new spending caps. There were spending caps in place for 10 years from 2012 through 2021. They didn't work great, but they did help to hold down some of the spending. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so important, and uh, I want to. I want to jump around a little bit on you. Uh, this is just a test. Uh, <laughs> the one that is so important to me that I think we have to get to, uh, and you have it as a great resolution, and that is to be more honest about scorekeeping. Explain that. Yeah. So um, you know, we, uh, you know, my, my colleague Damien has actually been tracking this closely. The the leaders of the Senate and House budget committees uh, in in Congress actually have a responsibility to uh, issue uh, and make public uh, scorekeeping reports that the Congressional Budget Office, which is kind of like um, uh, Congress's budget bookkeepers, uh, you know, CBO produces these these scorekeeping reports. They tabulate up-to-date spending and revenue totals, including from like the most recently enacted legislation. So they're keeping up with Congress as Congress is passing new laws. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Senator Sanders, the chair of the Budget Committee, only issued his, his his first scorekeeping report months and months and months after he was given control of the Budget Committee to start the 117th Congress. And so, you know, my colleague Damian was kind of regularly uh, calling the Budget Committee to task there, saying we, we need to we, we, we need to be reporting on this more often. It, it's, it's the honest thing to do for taxpayers. And uh, we, we, we you know, the Chair Sanders eventually did release his, his, his first um, uh, scorekeeping report. But, but we want them to keep doing it because it's important that taxpayers have this information, you know, uh, right in their hands uh, as Congress is passing new laws, not just, you know, once every year, or once every two years. Yeah. Now let's jump to the uh, another one of those crucial Christmas uh, lists before we get to New Year's, uh, and that is the budget-busting Christmas tree legislation process. Yeah, so um, you know, for for your listeners who who maybe aren't as as familiar, you know, Congress does this almost every year now, and and um, you know, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions to quit a bad habit. We want Congress to quit this budget busting process. Uh, they hold votes just before the holidays, uh, usually, so that congressional leadership, uh, and this includes both parties, yeah. can pressure the rest of Congress to take a bad deal that spends a lot of new money rather than be stuck in Washington for the holidays. And oftentimes it works. Uh, This is already shaping up for 2022. We're probably going to see, in addition to big, big spending bills that spend tens of billions of dollars more than they did last year, we're probably going to see dollars in additional unrelated spending, all sorts of major policy legislation. And that's probably going to get a vote about 10 days before Christmas. I think pretty much everyone in Washington is going to be itching to get back, you know, get get back to their families and their home states and their home districts. We think a better path forward would be another short-term continuing resolution that kind of keeps the lights on for the government, but buys time for a better better budget deal at the start of the 2023 calendar year. Yeah, and that uh, those continuing resolutions, uh, again, if we get the process right, uh, that can be a good thing. I uh, I did make the exact day prediction uh, 
in the summer that we would have a continuing resolution till December the 16th. Uh, so I won that All one. Right. Uh, sadly, I won that one. And I think we'll get another continuing yeah. resolution on the 16th so everyone can leave uh, and head home for the holidays. Uh, another one of the real uh, crucial areas, this is actually combines two of your fiscal New Year's resolutions for Congress. And that is one, just saving up for emergencies on one hand, but then also making sure we're spending less on things like the Pentagon wish list. Right. Um, yeah. So, so like many families save up for a big purchase or for a rainy day, uh, and a lot of states actually do this too. state budgets, uh, uh, you know, account for rainy days. Uh, we think that Congress needs to start saving up for emergencies every year. Congress puts billions or even tens of billions of dollars on the taxpayer's credit card to cover emergencies like natural disasters, public health crises. And a lot of these emergencies do actually require federal government assistance. Uh, and I think most taxpayers would agree with that. The, but the nature of the emergencies are unpredictable. But what is predictable is that there are going to be emergencies each and every year. And so we think it'd be wise for Congress to set up and sort of pre-fund a rainy day fund like most families and, and, and most states have that they can only tap into for true emergencies. And, and I'm glad you brought up the Pentagon, too, because, um, you know, uh, a lot of, again, you know, continuing with the New Year's theme, a lot of families make the point to spend less on frivolous purchases in, in, in a new year. We think we want Congress to spend less on Pentagon wish lists. These are basically uh, lists that the leaders of the Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, um, are required to send to Congress each year. They tally in the billions of dollars. They're above and beyond what's included in, in, in the Pentagon's budget request. And it's basically uh, the branches saying, well, if we had extra money, here's what we would spend it on. And every year, Congress gives them extra money. And, and I want to flag in particular that, that Utah's own Senator Mike Lee is, is a co-sponsor on two excellent proposals with uh, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Mike Braun, bipartisan proposals uh, for, for this year's uh, Senate defense policy bill that would really curt, you know, these wish list requirements and, and make it, you know, m- make them push up the Pentagon top line less. So we, we certainly expect defense spending is going to increase from year to year. But these proposals, including from Senator Lee, would, would help sort of tame some of the spending growth at the Pentagon. Yeah, when you get uh, Senator Lee and Senator Warren uh, on a bipartisan thing, you know the spending's going to get uh, get done right. Uh, so that's a, an important Indeed. part of that <laughs> that, uh, that particular process. And, uh, and then final thoughts, uh, just as you look at that, I, this is a great list uh, that you've put together in terms of some fiscal New Year's resolutions. We started the fiscal New Year uh, just at the beginning of October. Uh, anything else? Anything else on your horizon that uh, it'd be nice to maybe add to that little uh, wish? list or, or New Year's resolution? You know, it, it's, um, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how the debt limit shakes up in, in, in the mm. next six to six to nine months. Uh, you know, the, the, the current uh, sort of X date, the date where Congress actually needs to, to you know, uh, raise limit or else risk a, a default on the nation's credit. It was thought that that was going to be kind of a long way in the future, but with with uh, some accelerating spending in the federal government, with the with President Biden's student debt cancellation executive actions, uh, we may reach that number quicker than we think. And and you know, I, I think almost no one wants to mess with the the full faith and credit of the United States government. But this is something that Congress needs to start talking about and thinking about now. And um, you know, maybe uh, you know, what while while we at National Taxpayers Union don't believe in any sort of hostage shaking around the debt limit, we do think it's an opportunity for Congress to talk about how. How they can be budgeting better. And so maybe it's an opportunity to attach some bipartisan budget process reform, get Congress actually passing budgets on time again. Uh, love that. And uh, so glad you brought up the debt limit, because that is going to be one, again, six to nine months out. 
and we should be talking about it now, not in nine months when uh, you know the full faith and credit is on the line or the sky is going to fall or uh, some sort of Armageddon moment will ensue. Uh, to have that conversation now would actually shape a lot of these other conversations, I think, in a real critical way as well. Uh, Andrew Lotz, the Director of Federal Policy for National Taxpayers Union. And uh, Andrew, always appreciate your perspective. And as far as a New Year's resolution list, uh, this one for Congress, again, the new fiscal year just started. Uh, Andrew, I think you guys knocked it out of the park. These are all things that, again, regardless of where people fall on the political spectrum, these are things we have to do to get our fiscal house in order. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Uh, I really think Andrew uh, knocked that one all the way into the bleachers. Uh, Those are some of the best New Year's resolutions for Congress ever. Uh, And it is a new year in Congress when it comes to the budget, when it comes to the uh, fiscal year. And so there's no better time to be talking about how can we do this different and everything from going on a discretionary spending diet to working out the budget process, saving for emergencies like we do here in the state of Utah and we all do around the kitchen table, spending less on the Pentagon wish list components, uh, the budget busting Christmas tree legislation where we just throw so many things into unrelated bills just because Congress can. Uh, we have to, to get honest about the scorekeeping of what these things really cost now and in the future. Uh, we got to deal with the, the debt overall, and we got to get to some better transparency. Uh, and that's something we all should say, okay, Congress, here's a nice set of New Year's resolutions. Now let's see if you can keep them. I think you should. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.